For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the This is your girl, Divine, and you are listening to Edifying Queens, where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truth in the Word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture, but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear, and each week, you will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich word of God. I hope you enjoy. Hello, you beautiful souls and Precious people of the most high, worthy, and awesome God. Thank you for joining us here again on the Edifying Queens for yet another episode. Thank you so much for your time. I don't want to waste any time. I want to get right into the prayer. Father God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for another opportunity, another time, another place, another moment to get it right. God, we don't take it for granted that you offered us this hour and this moment to spend learning about you, to spend sharing about you, to fellowship with each other via podcast. God, I thank you right now for your grace and mercy, for your spirit. Thank you for being an omnipotent God, an omniscient God, an omnipresent God. Thank you for being the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher of our faith. God, we know that if we're following you in your footsteps, in the will that you would have for our life. We know that we cannot go wrong. Father, we just thank you right now for your presence in our lives, for the revelation that you re- will reveal to us in this hour. Things that we have not seen in the Bible before, Lord, make them clear as you would have us to understand them in Jesus' holy and precious, matchless name we pray. Amen. Um, hey y'all. <laughs> So I just want you guys to know that no matter when you're listening to this episode, that this episode is late. (laughs) It's late. And that's important for you to know right now because of what I'm going to bring to the table. So I have written down on my paper right now that this message will be titled, I Got to Get There, because sitting here... Um, I I tell you, I'm sick. 
I'm sick and tired, but I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I have had the most ridiculous months and it has been almost like really this whole year, like we're in May right now. So like the whole first half of this year was just boo-boo in the sense of life, but oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus, in the sense of, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus, because literally God has dragged, carried, propped me up on the donkey next to him. Um, You know how our daddy does, like he takes care of us so well, like he foresees everything that we think is going crazy right now. He foresees the ending of a revelation of something someone shared uh, when was that? Oh my gosh. I am doing, um, sonship school of the firstborn. I'm in a class right now. And if you desire to participate, um, you can definitely email us for the information. It is a class, um, that focuses on the knowledge of God it's a one-year course. Uh, my church my church offers it and it's amazing. So anyway, I'm learning that uh, what was said is that pretty much God, God oh, because he is the author and the finisher of our faith, like everything that God already has for our life is already finished. So the only work that we have to do is to keep ourselves holy, stay plugged into him um, via supplication, matching his energy, um, just staying beneath him in worship, right? Uh, Submitted to him so he can download his will into us. And really, that's really it. Like, if you stay, I'm sorry, if you can hear this bag, I have a bag on my head because I am deep conditioning my hair. But if you stay plugged into the will of God, you will not miss a beat. Like it may look chaotic outside, but like, like, um, purified said in there's an episode, it's probably like episode, like two or three where she was talking about the eye of the storm and how in the eye of the storm, it's almost like there isn't a storm if you stay right in there. But then when you come out of the eye of the storm, you can see the tornado spinning around it and it's chaos. So I'm just going to testify really quick and it's going to bring us right into everything. So long story short, cause I'm not going to, I'm not trying to make this extremely long. I have had a trying week and by trying, I mean, my patience has been tried. Yo, like people will drive you crazy if you let them. So I had a situation where there was a young man and one of my weaknesses and the the enemy knows, um, fake. When people are fake with me, when people do fake things and they smile on my face and I know they've been talking bad about me behind my back, that drives, grinds my gears. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I kid you not. Anytime I know that it's an attack of the enemy if somebody is doing this. Like I know, I know what it looks like now because I'm like, mm, I can't help but say nothing. I can't help but call you out, right? So... I am that person like, okay, if A not matching up with B, like, uh, we gonna have to see something. We need, we need to see something else, right? We need to talk about some things, right? So 
I'm all fired up at this person. I'm mad, right? And I'm telling you, I'm venting. Like, oh, um, from a cat to a kitten, he about to get it, right? So anyway, long story short, I'm sitting in the car trying to calm myself down um, because I know that the level of 11 that I was on, that I wasn't going to look like Jesus to him when I was coming to him, right? And so I'm trying to grow up. Um, excuse me, let me correct myself. I am growing up. I'm growing up. So I can't just be going off on people. That is not like Christ. So what the Lord told me was, um, he had me read, um, Psalms 27 and I'm not going to read it right now, but, um, he had me read Psalms 27 at the end of Psalm 27. It pretty much covers everything. If you guys don't have it in your back pocket, I recommend you get the whole chapter of Psalms 27 in your back pocket, it's good for you. Covers everything, right? So Psalms 27, at the end of Psalms 27, it says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait, I say on the Lord. And right at the end of that chapter was when my heart fell to the feet of God. So like I'm reading the whole thing, but like my posture, I'm still like on 10 as I'm reading. So then I get to the end and it says, wait on the Lord. And I hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to me. And he's telling me that I cannot speak to this young man the way that I want to speak to him. And if I cannot do it in love, then I cannot do it at all. I can't say anything at all if I'm not saying it in love. So I had to get my act together. I cried, y'all, because it hurt so bad. I wanted to knock him out with my words. I'm not even playing with you. And it was just something dealing with me. This really has nothing to do with him. I don't know what he's going through or what, you know, what makes him talk about people this way. Nor is that my concern. And that's another thing about growing up. When we're growing up, we have to understand that everybody, we need to mind our own business. What is chiefly and principally our concern is our business. Like my kids, those are, that's my business. My husband, that's my business. Why this young man going around being fake and lying on me? That's really not my business. But what is my business, what God is going to ask me about on judgment day is how I spoke to him and how I handled that situation. And if my words are idle, he going to be talking about them to me. He going to tell me about myself. And that is one thing that I keep on the forefront of my mind. And I, yeah, I do. I keep it on the forefront of my mind that I'm going to have to give an account for all my words. So I have to speak with, to him in love. Um, that was one situation. Then the next situation, um, I'm in the military. So, um, we have some crazy things going on and there was this thing, uh, that we do to prepare for like, um, worst case scenarios. We call them exercises. So we're like, we're working it out. Right. Um, I have a pretty big piece in this exercise. It's simple, but it plays a huge role. So, this piece couldn't come together without all the other pieces coming together. Everybody in front of my piece, if they had just gathered all their dominoes, got their cars together, I would have a nice clean stack, right? No, that didn't happen. So we got one piece here, one piece here, one piece here. So I'm like, okay, we're just going to start gathering our life together right now. We're going to start printing our stuff, doing our stuff right now. So I do that. 
Well, because I didn't have all the pieces, now it's unorganized. Now I have all this stuff and a billion people asking me 40,000 questions about my piece and why it's not together. And I'm, I, I lost it, y'all. <laughs> I was like, oh, anxiety, 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 anxiety. I had to go in a quiet room. I took my Bible and I knew I needed to cry because crying is um, a natural way of releasing something spiritual. If you didn't know, that's why like when you feel sorrow or sadness, something deep down in your heart and it comes out through your eyeballs because it's it's something spiritual happening, something happening on the inside and it's coming out in a natural way because you can actually feel tears, you know? So anyway, and I go, um, so the scriptures for today is going to be 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10 and then James chapter 1. So I know I I knew I needed to get to a scripture where it was talking about being made perfect. And you guys, this blessed me so well. Like it blessed me so it blessed me so. So I'm going to read it to you guys and I like to use the New King James version. But whatever version you have, glory to God, it will translate. So first, uh, excuse me, second Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to start at verse seven and it reads, and lest I should be exalt, should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I have, oh, that's it. Oh, I can read it. Verse 11, I have become a fool in boasting. You have compelled me for I ought to have been commended by you for in nothing was I be behind the most eminent apostles, though I am nothing. Truly the signs of an apostle were accomplished among you with all perseverance in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. For what is it? in which you were inferior to other churches, except that I myself was not burdensome to you. Forgive me this wrong. So we're going to focus on verses seven and 10. So verse seven, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. So like, because the apostle Paul, this, this is who's speaking. Because he was such a profound speaker, preacher, teacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, most of us, if you are deep in this Bible, 
you can attest to the, or you can just see the knowledge and the revelation that the Lord has revealed through Paul. So in his day, he was basically the bee's knees. Like it would be nothing for him to say, um, I'm the best. No cap. Like it wasn't, there was no cap. Like Paul had it. He had it. He had the gift. He was blessed. He had the anointing, like everything, right? Uh, he was, he was anointed. He had the anointing. So he has this thorn in his flesh, a thorn in his flesh, thorn in the flesh was given to me a measure, a messenger, excuse me, of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. So let's talk about it. Buffet me. Because I want to look this up. Let's look up buffet. Buffet means a blow as with the hand or fist, a violent shock or concussion. So basically, it was given to him to humble him, lest he be exalted above measure. So then in verse eight, it says concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So basically it's saying he asked the Lord to take it away from him three times. He pleaded, he begged him that it might go away and God didn't take it away because look, look at what he says in verse nine. And he said to me, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. You guys, by the time I got to verse nine, I lost it because I was not okay. I was not okay. But that's why this is the living word of God, because reading my grace, God's grace is sufficient for me. So no matter what it looks like, no matter what I'm going through, what anxiety I'm experiencing, God had my back and immediately peace. His peace came over me and I was okay. And then there's a comma, you guys, comma, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So in our weaknesses, God's strength is made perfect. No wonder the rest of verse nine reads the way it does. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities. I am happy. Oh my goodness, I'm going through. Oh my gosh, God is about to come through for me. I'm going through, but he about to come through for me that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my in, in, in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. Why is it for Christ's sake? Because in verse nine, my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
for when I am weak, then I am strong. You guys, it looks like it doesn't make sense. But in that moment, in that conference room, I was weak. But then after I read that God's grace was sufficient for me, then I was strong. But I was weak. But then I am strong. But you were weak. But then when you're weak, you are strong. When you are weak, you are strong because God's grace is sufficient for you. Now, if you're weak and you look into, I don't know, if you look, if you're weak and you're not looking to the Bible, you look into horoscopes. If you're weak and you look into fortune cookies, if you're weak and you look into, um, I don't know what else is out there, tarot cards, whatever it is, then yeah, you still going to feel pretty weak around here. That verse doesn't apply to you then. It doesn't apply because God's grace is sufficient for you and his strength. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. He's fighting on our behalf. So then that therefore, once we are weak and we look to his strength, which is his word, his word is where we get our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That is when his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Amen. The next, the next, uh, verse is James chapter one. And I just put James one at first I had, I had carved out a verse, but this is too good to let, let go. I'm just going to start at verse one, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad greetings, my brethren count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Oh God, patience, Lord have mercy. Verse four, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. Verse six, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Verse seven, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation. But the rich is in in his, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field, he will pass away for no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat, than it withers the grass, its flowers, its flower falls and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich will also fade away in his pursuits. I'm going to read verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Okay. I'm gonna stop there. 
I'm going to stop there. I want y'all to keep verse 12 in mind. And I want y'all to uh, also keep in mind that anything that God asks us to do, it's not a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. It's not a su- suggestion. So, so um, I got Bible for you too. Amen. Because I was taught well. Amen. Amen. Go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Amen. It's not a suggestion. And this is why it is not a suggestion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's it. John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. What does verse 12 say in James chapter 1, verse 12? Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised The Lord has promised to those who love him. How do you know you love him? John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's it. That's the post. That's the word. Amen. Father God, I just thank you right now for every listener that was on the line. Lord, I thank you that you have made your word clear and plain. I thank you for every soul that was led to salvation yesterday, today, and the souls that will be led tomorrow in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you have placed us in such a time as now for the revelation of your word to come to fruition in our lives. Lord, we are not stopping. We will relentlessly pursue you in the name of Jesus because we've got to get there in the name of Jesus. Lord, I don't know about anybody else, but I know for me personally, I have got to get there, Lord. And I won't be caught up on the things that used to catch me up in 2021 in the name of Jesus. And I pray right now that every listener on this line takes the same approach that we will not get caught up in things that we used to get caught up on in 2021 or 2020 or 2019 or 2018 or 2010 or any of the twenties or the nineteens in the name of Jesus, because we're going forward. We are going forward. And we will press towards the high calling in the name of Jesus. God, we want to be where you want us to be, Lord. Help us to correct ourselves to be aligned under your will. Help us to worship you first. Help us to put you first in everything, God. Help us to correct our actions, Lord. Forgive us for all sins no we've done knowingly and unknowingly in the name of Jesus. Help our love walk to look like your walk, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be mindful of the ways that we hinder ourselves and others in our speech, in our language, in our actions, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you and we invite you in every area of our lives. And we ask right now that you purge us and prune us, Lord. You're the vine dresser, Lord. You help us. You clip off those things that we don't need in the name of Jesus. 
and help us to understand when the people fall off, when habits fall off, when things fall off, when jobs fall off, when things that we don't need fall off. Lord, help us to understand that it is you giving us a new purpose, giving us a new mind, giving us a new body, giving us a new heart, giving us a new mouth, giving us a new sense, giving us a new understanding, giving us a new mind, giving us a new heart, a heart of flesh for our heart of stone, Lord, a pure heart in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. listening right now and something said has moved you to want to know Jesus in a personal way and you would like to start your relationship with him right now repeat this simple prayer father in the name of Jesus I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart that you God have raised him from the dead I thank you father that I am now saved according to your holy word in Romans 10.9. Romans 10.9 in the new KJV says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It goes on to say in verse 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation and verse 13 reassures us by saying for whoever calls on the name of the lord shall be saved in jesus name we pray amen now that you have received jesus as your personal savior there are some things you must understand and take with you 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The first thing you want to do is find a good church home who believes on the name of Jesus and become a part of the body of Jesus Christ. So you may be fed, protected, and strengthened. We all need a support system. Walk with Christ. It's not always easy. So make sure that you're plugged in. Lastly, you must be intentional about your prayer and study life. 2 Timothy 2.15 reads, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Know that you are always on the forefront of our minds and at the top of our prayer list. Go with grace. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com. 
That's EQLovesJesus, all one word, at gmail.com. Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed. Four ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all, ride with us and we won't let you fall. Loving God is what we've come to do, head of fine queens, oh that's the key.